Welcome to the new podcast, Truth in Politics, with New York State Assemblyman David DiPietro. David is the number one rated top conservative, according to the American Conservative Union. You want the truth about New York and national politics? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Hi everyone, it's Dave DiPietro, New York State Assemblyman, here to give you the truth about what is actually happening around this state in this country. I'm glad you're listening. Today, I have just been inundated this last few months, especially in New York, with the Climate Change Act in New York State, which is literally going to put millions of people out of New York State, millions of people out of work, out of business, because of the crazy dysfunctional one party rule in New York State. If you didn't know that, New York State, all three branches of government are Democrat folks, and not just regular Democrat. These are the far-left communists. I don't use socialism anymore because it's communist, because 10 years ago when I was in elected, there was one out of 150 assembly people, 107 Democrats and 43 Republicans, supermajority for them. There was only one devout communist about four or five years ago when AOC, as you know who she is, the crazy lady, when she decided to take over New York State, when she ran, what she's been doing systematically every year is running Democrats of hers against what she called old white men, even though she was taking out blacks, Hispanics, other minorities in her own party because they were not socialist communists, because they were moderate Democrats, those who people like myself would work across the aisle with. By the way, there is no more working across the aisle in Albany. That is a huge misnomer. The one-party majority rule now is totally run by the far left. So what I was trying to tell you is that now, there are out of their 107, there are 16 devout registered Socialist Democratic Party of the United States communists, and they are running the show in New York State And we are getting buried, and people are leaving here by the hundreds of thousands. If you just saw the report, a thousand a day for the last couple years, just to Florida alone. That's a whole other story. But let's get back to this Climate Act, because the far left now is running the state from the Senate and the Assembly. And it has things, this, this also impacts the country, because New York State is always trying to push their agenda on the rest of the country. You got to remember, these people are not good people. They want to push their agenda, their socialist communist agenda on the entire country. And in New York State, they just run over us. And they've been doing this day in, day out since I've been there. But now that they own all three branches of government and now we have an ineffective governor who gives them everything, it's gotten really crazy. So people... Don't understand. I want to make this very clear. This is a law that's happened in New York State. It was passed last year. A lot of people think, well, this is something we'll take on next year or, you know, you guys have to vote against it. No, folks, we've been fighting this. I've been fighting this for four years and they finally got it passed last year. So the things I'm telling you are actually going to happen. Okay, I hope you understand. These are things that are going to take place in the next 16 to 18 months in New York 
two, three years from now, but it's all lined out. It's in black and white. You can read it yourself. But let me tell you, let's start talking about some of this stuff that's going to happen in New York State in two year, in uh, 2024 and 2025, in uh, 16 months. You will not be able to build anything in New York State. Put an addition on your home. Build a new home unless it is all electric. Your business wants to expand. It has to be all electric. No more gas, no more fuel oil. No matter where you are in the state, even in those rural areas in the Adirondacks where fuel oil and gas are prevalent. By the way, I live in Buffalo, New York, outside of Buffalo, Western New York, it's called, and 90%, 85 to 90% of everyone who lives there uses natural gas, not electric. Now you're telling us we have to take our electric and transform everything we do. It's, it's getting crazy, folks. So I want you to know that when you have to put on an addition, let's say you want to build a garage and you want to heat it, it's got to be electric. That's great, except for the fact that they're telling us that there is no space on the grid. Our grid is at 99%. We have very little room to expand because we have not, like most states, we have not built up a higher infrastructure for this electric. Because why should we when we've got clean burning natural gas in abundance in New York State, the Marcellus Shale which is sitting, we sit on a huge deposit of it, and New York State will not allow us to even take one part of that gas and use it, okay? They banned it in New York State. You cannot dig for that gas. You cannot drill for that gas. And they keep going back to the old mantra that it's unsafe, okay? Ten years ago when I got in, maybe. But... Now, with the new technologies, air-driven, those types of things, air pressure, the gas drilling is completely safe. We should be able to go in there and start drilling for this abundance of natural gas that would lower our energy costs. But what do they do? Not in New York State. They don't care what you think. I want you to understand that. They don't care. This is huge for their power and their money, and that's all they care about. They even have said, it's like a war, folks. When you go into battle, you have casualties. You know you're going to have a percentage of casualties and deaths, and that's when you go into war, you make those estimates. They've already estimated this with this climate change. They know that people are going to die, and I'm being very serious. They know that people are going to die. They know that people are going to move out, and they don't care. It's accepted casualties. They accept that because that's the price we all have to pay for this liberal, leftist, communist agenda, which does nothing but bankrupt our state, send millions of people out of here, and does nothing, nothing to help the climate of the world or New York. Let me make that real clear. We've already done the numbers. New York State has about 0.04004% percent of the world's emissions, greenhouse gas emissions, very, very small. If, if we all left New York State, every single person walked out, we plowed over New York and made it a field, the entire state, no one was here, no animals, 
No cows. That's right, no cow flatulence going into the atmosphere. If we did that and it was just a vast wasteland, the entire state, not only would the country but the rest of the world would still be growing the greenhouse gas emissions. It would do nothing to help the planet. It would do nothing to stop global climate issues that they talk about. China produces about 26% of the entire world. China is building dirty coal plants faster than you can imagine. A few years ago, I don't know if you saw a study where when Obama shut down two of our worst coal-producing plants in the country, shut them down because of their bad emissions, China that same year was building nine new ones, which were all worse. Nine in one year, coal-producing energy plants that all had worse emissions than the two we were shutting down. So why aren't these leftist idiots going after China? Because they not, don't care about China. They care about their money in the United States. They care about taking this country down, the greatest country that's been around in the history of civilization. You say, well, you know, we like, we like our electric. We want that. Okay, we want to be all electric. This is going to be great. You want to be on the left side of this and you want to agree with it? That's fine. Let's talk about some facts. And these are all things that I'll be reading that are coming right from the Democratic Party, right out of the law that was passed. These aren't my opinions. This is the law that is in New York State. So 2025. Eliminating the use of fossil fuels such as natural gas in any new home construction, okay? Multi-family homes, single-family homes. So you, you just got to remember the, that this, this notes that, that I don't want to get into the weeds about gigawatts and all that, but we would have to produce 200% more energy to do this, and you can't just do that overnight. There's nothing out there. The average cost then, uh, in 2030, they want every home. That's less than seven years away, folks. That's about six years away. And how long will it take you to retrofit your home, your business? Everything will have to be all electric. You can say, well, I've got a gas well on my property. I get free gas. It's going to get capped. Well, that's my property. They can't. Yes, they can. I actually have a piece of property out in the country that has that, that heats two homes on a well, a gas well that I own. It's on my property, and they get free gas. That's going to get capped. So everything they have, they have all gas appliances, gas stove, a gas dryer, everything's gas. Now you're going to have to retrofit to electric. Well, that's no big deal. I'll buy a new dryer. No, no, no. What is the average, average cost to retrofit Right now, today, not in six years, because the prices go up. But what is it today if I wanted to retrofit my average home, say, which they put at 1,600 square feet? Average cost today is between $35,000 and $42,000. Do you have $42,000 laying around? God bless you if you do, because I know 90% of the country in New York State, or 90% of the people in New York State live paycheck to paycheck. They don't have $42,000 sitting in their account that they just automatically are going to be like, yes, let's, 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 uh, let's retrofit the house this week. Okay, that's because it takes a long time, but that's the cost. And they know it. And we've got the numbers, but this is the law. So I hope you understand. This isn't 
Hearsay, this isn't, well, they're not going to get my home. Yes, they are. And if you don't retrofit, you're going to get fined. They're going to fine the citizens of of, of New York if they don't have a contract in place to retrofit their home to all electric. Then you say, well, that's never going to happen because when you say just in one area, you might have 50,000 homes in a region. There's not 50,000 contractors. No, there's not, exactly. It's going to take decades because there's not enough people to, who, who can come in and take months to retrofit a home. And also, what's the supply chain like? Will you be able to get everything you need to retrofit your home? Doesn't matter. You will get fined. This is what they're coming after you for. I just, I throw my hands up, but I've been arguing this and fighting this. But this is what we have. I want you to understand that, that by 2030, they want 70% of st- state's electricity to be generated by renewables. Okay. And, and then a few years later, 100% zero emissions. What does that all mean? It means What it means is right now, maybe 19% of the state's electric is renewables. That's wind energy, solar. They want 70% in a few years to be 70%. Well, what does that mean, Dave? I'll tell you what it means. It means where I just fought and we just won to keep wind turbines, those big, huge windmills, out of Lake Erie and they're fighting for Long Island, that means we would look at the number just to get into where they were going to put in 100 or 200 in Lake Erie. Okay, listen to this. The number they would have to put in Lake Erie around Buffalo is over 5,000. 5,000 wind turbines. Uh, I don't know about you, but I think that the beautiful fishing and landscape that, that is in Lake Erie, we've got world-class fishing. That'll be all gone, okay? Obviously, the skyline of it will be gone, uh, but they don't care. They're pushing it. Andrew Cuomo did, and now uh, Kathy Hochul is. And remember, folks, Kathy Hochul is, is, is worthless, okay? And... and, and I have said, you know, I was, I had, I fought Andrew Cuomo since I was elected and for eight years. I will tell you this. I never, and I don't even know if I should even say this. I never thought I would say <laughs> I would rather have Andrew Cuomo back. But the fact is, Andrew Cuomo had the New York City contingent leftists under his thumb. Okay, out of the I I gave you those figures, 150 assembly people. I'm one of them from around the state. There's 107 Democrats. Okay, what's half of 150? 75. So just bear with me. 75 out of the 107, 82 are from New York City. So every single thing that we do in New York State is driven by New York City. I tell people, the Democrats, the leading Democrats in Western New York, they can't get their own bill on the floor of the assembly unless it's vetted from New York City. New York City controls every single thing we do in this state. And people need to wake up to that fact. And so Andrew Cuomo, though, he had them under his thumb. They didn't say boo. They hated his guts. They would never even have him in their district in the city, in Brooklyn. They wouldn't have him walk around with them. But they did what he told them to do. They didn't like him. 
but he had control. Now you bring in Kathy Hochul, who's the weakest individual I've ever met. If she tells me the sky is blue, I put everything down and I look up because I don't believe a word out of her mouth. This is a woman who used to be pro-Second Amendment, partially pro-life, pro-business, pro-agriculture, and she did everything she could. She changes her whim, her mind on a whim every second to what's expedient. She Now she's totally opposite of everything that she ran for a few years ago. And she will give the New York City contingent, she's given them everything they want. The far left runs her like a, a, a smooth motorcade. They run her over. And she is giving them everything. It's a sad. It's a sad state of affairs, folks, because she just bends over backwards. And the one thing that she wanted, I know you don't follow New York State politics maybe, but she wanted a Supreme Court judge, and they took that from her. And she's, they still run her. It's hilarious. She will not fight. She gave them a pay raise. That's a whole other story. Uh, and then she gave them no-show voting a couple weeks ago, which now Democrats don't even show up in the chambers to do their job. They vote, their vote automatically gets counted. They're sitting at a cafe. I'm in my chair in Albany doing my vote because I have to, because I vote no on a lot of their, on everything of theirs, but I have to be in my seat to do it. But they don't have to be there. They swipe in and it's automatically green. And it's another story I'll get into another time, but it's no show voting for $142,000 a year. And it's a shame. It's a shame. There's no representation. But this is what we've got. New York City controls it. I want you to understand that New York City, everything that they want, they get now because it's super majority. And they run the far left, controls the state, and they run over her. And you're seeing this with uh, this Climate Act. I want another great thing which we've talked about. Maybe you've heard about it. Our school buses. Oh, gee, we've got to have school buses. Every district has school buses, school district. That's pretty cool, right? School buses cost anywhere about $100,000, $125,000 when you want a new school bus. In less than two years, all districts now will have to have electric school buses. What does that mean? Well, an average electric school bus today, if you want to go buy one, is over $400,000. What does that mean? Well, a lot of, you're not just buying one school bus. Your entire fleet has to be electric. So let your, your rural district, and you've got 30 school buses. Okay, that's <laughs> you're talking about $12 million or more. Okay, where does a school, where do your taxpayers in these rural districts come up with that money? You're talking massive tax hikes. You're talking 30, 40% budget hikes or more just to pay for electric school buses, which you're not even going to know out in the rural districts or out in New York State when, it, when the weather gets 10 below that these buses are even going to run. So where do you get the money? And add on that, let's go, okay, let's talk some common sense here. In New York State, you have a 2% tax cap on your budgets. So where are you going to go and get supersede that tax cap? So is the state going to fund all of these buses to the tune of billions of dollars? That's going to be massive tax hikes for everyone in New York State. But it's just as how stupid they are. And I'm telling you, stupid is the word. They are just, they're, they're not bright people. I sit on the floor of the assembly with these people, 
and we throw, not just me, but my conference, a lot of us throw our hands up because we're dealing with an ideology which we debate every day and with facts, blow them out of the water, but they don't care. Let me tell you a quick story. About once or twice a week, on average, remember, in a one-run government state like New York State, where it's super majority in both houses, the Senate and the Assembly, my job, I tell people, is to vote on Democrat bills. What does that mean? It means I'm in the minority. There hasn't been a Republican name on a statewide bill in New York State for over 44 years. Years. You're like, what are you talking about? I'm telling you, this is the way it is. They only put their bills up, their conference, their members get their bills and get voted on. Mine gets stuck in committee because I'm in the minority. So they will never put one of my bills up there because heaven forbid I put them on the spot and they have to pass or they have to vote on a common sense gun legislation or uh, another uh, better, a better criminal bill, which maybe locks criminals up a little longer than what they want because they want to let them all out. So there hasn't been a Republican bill on the floor. So my job is to vote on their bills. Well, we, we, they bring up bills that are unconstitutional. So you would think that if it's unconstitutional, they couldn't put it on the floor for a vote or pass it into law. But they do. Every week. They put up a bill, and our council leader, Andy Goodell, or others will stand up and say, I'm sorry, this bill is unconstitutional, and they'll read the section of the Constitution which clearly states you can't do this. And you know what they do? They laugh. They laugh. And the big thing is one in five. I remember the first day when I was there for the SAFE Act, the first day I was even in Albany, and uh, the gentleman next to me said, one in five, Dave, he's laughing, one in five. I'm, I'm like, what does that mean? He says, we know it's unconstitutional. We don't care. We own this state. We're going to pass whatever we want. One in five means $1 million in five years. You got a million bucks? You got five years? That's what it's going to take and beat us back. But in the meantime, this is going to pass. We're going to pass it. It's going to become a law, whether you like it or not. Deal with it. And that's what we do. The only, re, the only way we have to eliminate some of this stuff is through lawsuits. And try, try going to court in New York State where Andrew Cuomo over nine years has literally dumped every far-left judge on the courts. Okay, so we have a tough time. Maybe we can get it out. Some of these, we get them out into the federal court. Takes years, takes time. So this is what we have. This is what we're up against, folks. So when we talk to and we debate these Democrats on the floor over all this craziness, like this bus issue, they don't care. They don't care. And in their own wording, they will tell you that the bus electrification will cost billions of dollars but it's something we know that, that this will create huge tax increases, but it's something that has to be done to protect the environment. That's what they say. Protect the environment at all costs. I just, uh, I, I just, I don't know what else to tell you because it's, uh, it, this, this just gets, again, no new gas hookups in 2025, prohibiting gas oil equipment, um, what else? All appliances have to be switched over. Oh, by the way, you won't be able, let's say your furnace, your gas furnace goes out in a couple of years. 
You can't buy one in New York State. You're going to have to go to Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey, and sneak it back over the border. Because once your appliance goes out, if they, if the state finds out, say, your building inspector, because that's who's going to be inspecting your home, they're going to have, by the way, the law will allow them carte blanche to walk into your home and inspect your home at any time to make sure you're in compliance. So your gas furnace goes. Don't tell anybody, because if you go out of state and buy a new one, and they find out, you'll be fined, okay? And you'll be told to get rid of that new gas furnace. You're not allowed to have it. You'll be able to keep the ones they got until 2030 when you when it's mandatory, but in 2024, 25, they're going to start telling you to start switching, okay, all new ones, which, folks, it's only a year, year and a half away. This is getting crazy, okay? What else do they tell us? I hope I'm not depressing you too much, but if you live in New York State, this is what you're dealing with. And I'm going to be doing a bunch of forums on it in my area. Just, again, bring in some experts and let's get this all out so people are at least, most people are at least prepared and knowledgeable and see it coming. And then, and then maybe we'll get some people more motivated and try and help us fight this and try and get it rescinded, which right now is never going to happen in New York State Again, because of the voting, because we are super minority. Okay, what they also say here is um, when you remove consumer choice in your energy sources, it may, may cause a spike in the electric demand that the grid is not prepared to handle. Retrofitting fossil fuel powered equipment, okay, okay, getting rid of your gas, okay, and, and oil and putting electric, may be a substantial cost for homeowners. (laughs) They put that right in the document. They're telling you, this is going to be a huge cost for you, and we don't care. And if you don't like it, get out of New York State. They say that. If you don't like what we're doing, you have a choice. Get out. It's the most arrogant thing I've ever heard, but that's the arrogance that is the Democrat Party in New York State. The arrogance on the floor of the Assembly and Senate. The arrogance that we're right, you're wrong, and we don't want to hear anybody tell us anything else, anything different. But they come out in this plan each time, and they tell you. And here's a, here's a great one, folks. I laughed at this because you know we, we, they put it right in the document. We're, they're going to outlaw wood. Heating with wood, okay, that's going to be outlawed at some point, okay, even though we all have, a lot of us have, I think 60% of New York, New York Western New Yorkers anyway, have uh, fireplaces that heat with wood, right? Mine is gas. I'm not going to be able to have my gas insert uh, fireplace, and I won't be able to take it out and put in wood, okay? But here's what they say, right off their, right off their, 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 their dark pages, says they acknowledge in New York's coldest regions or during the coldest days of the winter, many homes that have that have electric heat pumps that are all electric, right? That's what they mean, that have transferred, may need to supplement with heat, wood home heating, oil, 
propane or gas to maintain comfort. And then they say, well, then you think, well, why can't we put in, you know, when I do this, I'm just going to put in a real oversized heat pump. Okay. And they say, no, you can't put in an oversized heat pump because that would lead to inefficient operation. It's, it's during a power outage paired with a, folks, they're telling you that like in New York state, when we get those times, like we have where it's 10 degrees, it's five below, it's 15 degrees that your electric is going to fail, okay? And they're telling you when it fails, you should have a backup energy source like wood, gas, oil. But that's all outlawed. So they're contradicting themselves. This is crazy. They're contradicting themselves and telling what to do. Let me tell you something that happened here in Buffalo, New York at Christmas. I don't know if you heard, but there was a huge storm. We got dropped on eight feet of snow in areas, right? Electric went out in the city, was out all over the place in western New York. Forty-some people died. The actual number is way over 150. On the night it happened, I was on the phone with a number of officials in the police when we were getting, when this storm was just 70, 80-mile-an-hour winds, zero degrees, dumping feet of snow. It was horrible. And I remember being on the phone. And I remember that night, the Erie County Medical Center, I was told that their morgue was already full. And they had to turn people, they were putting people in different areas because the morgue was full. The next morning, Buffalo General Hospital was full. This is what I was told by emergency personnel people. I have videos of friends of mine in the city who were going out on missions uh, going out in, on snowmobiles, go, trying to get down streets. There were people, I've got a video of them coming upon a person just dead, facing the snow on a sidewalk. That's how bad it was. They were going around with snowmobiles and picking up dead bodies and putting them in trailers. So those 40 to 150 people, whatever number you want to put on it, what they, what they told us afterwards, if we had been all electric the number would have been anywhere between 500 and 2,000 dead because they would not have been able to survive because people all over the city and in other regions around here were turning on their gas stoves, were turning on their gas ovens, were turning on their, had their gas generators kick on to keep them warm and safe. They were doing whatever they could. Without that, we would have lost so many people. Now there is so much more. But I want to wrap it up for today, folks, because this is really, you need to know that this is going out and out of, I'd like to say, our mind when we're trying to put any kind of rational spin on what they're doing. Do you, can you, can you make, besides, this is, remember, and I deal with this every day on the floor, this is a religion to them. Okay, we might, we all have something that we're near to, to them. This is their mountaintop. This is their religion. They don't care about anything. They think they're going to be able to save the planet by making New York this wasteland because we're already predicting when this hits that we average over the last 20 to 30 years about 200,000 people, 250,000 people. Uh, 
a year leaving the state. Every two years, a city the size of Buffalo leaves the state. In the last couple of years, we've lost over a million five since the pandemic. People just leaving, they've had enough. We're at a point now when this, if this hits in the next two years, 18 months, two years, this starts happening and businesses start closing. They can't afford it. They can't afford the retrofit. They can't afford to go all electric. You're looking at, they're looking at, at a million a year maybe leaving the state. It's, it's, there's no way to pay for this in the budget. There's no way to put this out there. There's no way to tax. It's the highest tax state in the country. There's no way. It's the worst cost of living. It's, it's everything. There's no way to make this work, even if you wanted to. So I'm going to just tell you, it's time to fight. It's time to get back. I hope I've told you the truth. I hope you understand it. And that's what I'd like you to listen to is every time I come on, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you what's actually happening. I'm going to pull back the curtain and let you know what happens in government in New York State and around the country from the people I talk to and just from my own observation because I'm there every day. I deal with these people. That's my job. My job is to deal with the far left. My job is to listen to their idiotic ideas. My job is to vote on them. But my job is also, as an elected official, to tell you what's happening. Not just my constituents, but to tell everyone what's really happening. I don't sugarcoat it. I don't come out here and tell you something you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what it is and let you be the judge. Let you make up your mind. Let you process all those facts. Because I trust the American public and I trust the people of New York and trust the people of this country that when they're given the truth, that they can discern and make good decisions for themselves. That's how this country was founded. That's how this country became the greatest nation on the history of this planet. And that's my job is to just keep letting you know what goes on. So hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully you got something out of it. There's a lot more to this. I could go on for a long time and we'll hit a lot more uh, in the future as more of this comes out. But God bless all of you. Uh, Just remember, as dark and as deep as this gets, Jesus and God are on the throne. Okay, we win. I've read the end of the book. We win. But the fact is, we have to run the race, folks. We have to sit here and it's time to fight for what's right. It's time to fight for the truth and the morals and the standards of this country that we grew up on and that this country was founded on. We cannot allow these communists to take over. So God bless you, and we'll talk to you again. Thank you for listening to the new podcast, Truth in Politics, with New York State Assemblyman David DiPietro. We welcome you to download and listen to the new podcast every week online at truthinpolitics.social and on numerous podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, and Spotify. Connect with David on social media and at truthinpolitics.social. The Truth in Politics podcast is done in partnership with Radio 1 Buffalo, LLC.